That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to a weekend bonus episode of the Tech Meme Ride Home. I'm Brian McCullough. Satish Jayachandran is the head of hardware at Waymo. Before that, he led the self-driving team at Tesla, so he was in charge of autopilot. And his job change from Tesla to Waymo made headlines at the time. Today, Satish gives us a history lesson on Waymo, tells us what the future holds for self-driving tech generally, and most importantly for me, answers a question I've always had. Why go full autonomy? Why go the full bore? If you can give me the ability to let the car drive itself on highways then why not give that to me now? Why try to solve 100% of the problem if you can already solve 95% of it? Well, it turns out that Waymo learned early on that you can't do autonomy in half measures. You have to do full autonomy or you do nothing. Very interesting conversation. Thank you, Satish. Let's let's start with sort of a history lesson because I feel like you know to the degree that you can be a professor on this, um, I feel like um, the 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 history of Waymo is not very well known, um, and you don't have to go super deep on this, but can you just in broad strokes tell me how the project that became Waymo began? I, I it started in the X Lab right around uh, two thousand nine. Yeah, so the project has a roots in the DARPA Grand uh, Challenge days. A lot of our core members did come from there. So it, it was the ideation was was inspiration from that project on, and it started in 2009-2010 timeframe, and we have progressed since then. Uh, we were part of uh, Google um, back then. Then then we moved on to the Google X umbrella. Then we have graduated since in 2017. To Waymo, uh, right. so it's been a progression for a while. So for the first seven, like eight, ten years, we've been part of uh, the Google umbrella. Yeah. Um, very early on, uh, the Waymo, now Waymo, but the, the project you you guys started designing its own sensors in house. I think around like uh, twenty eleven and. My understanding of that is that it was basically because there wasn't anything on the market that could deliver the capability that that uh, was felt was necessary for a car to be fully driverless. Is that right? That's that's very true. Yeah, we started the development back in in-house in 2011. Before that, we we did look at the market pretty widely and see what's available in the market, and we did try a lot of these sensors before deciding to do the work in-house. Pretty much the industry was focused on getting the safety features out, like emergency braking kind of features out, and most of the sensors were tuned to it. But we had pivoted to focus on L4 capabilities, and there was a huge gap between what the industry was offering us and what our needs were. Yeah, was so that... that was the main reason why... In fact... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. That was the main reason back in 2011 we brought it in-house, yeah. 
Well, so what I was going to say is it was that sort of you guys had greater ambitions than anybody at the time where again, like it, it's, it's automatic braking and it's maybe like, you know, advanced cruise control or something, but it's basically maybe at the time, um, the team was, was thinking more ambitious than anybody else in the market was. Yeah, our goals were much wider. We really wanted to make the the roads really safe, and it was yes, you are absolutely right. We we are much more ambitious project than where the industry was. Yeah. Um, I believe that Waymo basically designs the entire sensor suite, like the hardware, the software, the computing, like the full stack. It, it's it's all in house to this day. Is that is that true? That's true. Yeah. And is uh, that is that because it, is that because your technology is better or or no one's caught up or like again like if 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 it's you know back in the day they couldn't take anything off the shelf is it because the, the no one's been able to basically provide you sort of those off the shelf tools that that would be useful. Yeah, I think over the course of the years we've driven close to 10 million miles and over these Miles, we've learned a lot of requirements and uh, and experienced a lot of user scenarios that has kept on fueling our improvements on the sensors and compute and so on. And that has primarily fueled our iterations over the years. And the second phase is like the industry has, like I said, nobody has driven as many miles as we've done. The industry doesn't have the full know-how of what is really needed to do these kind of work, and there's still some areas of gaps between the industry and what we do at Waymo. We are always at the forefront of what is needed going on. So, for example, like uh, our short lines LiDAR, when we put it in the market, and we didn't have a product which was able to look 360 degrees and and had a 95-degree vertical field of view that can detect anything next to your tire all the way up. We didn't have it, so we had to go to the drawing board and come up with a sensor like this. Um, and another example is our radar. When when we when the industry is still focusing on highway driving, we added to develop a custom high sensor 360 degree radar to work in urban environments when it's challenging when you go through huge buildings, tunnels, uh, clutter on the road, and all the stuff. So our radars are specifically tuned to work in the urban space. So those are some examples where we have uh, pushed the technology to to suit the L4 needs and urban driving. Um, you, you've already sort of described it a bit, but again, this is sort of like a, a, a deeper dive show where we're, we're talking about, um, you know, autonomous, uh, vehicles all the time on the show, but, you know, and, and we're using terms like LIDAR and, and things like that, but can you describe for me, um, like not the not the secret sauce, but the overall like what Waymo's technological package is like the lidar, the vision system, the radar system. Like how do they all tie together? So yes, yeah, so our three pillars of our sensing system are the lidar, the radars, and the camera. And the lidars, I think we have uh, three types of lidars in the system today. Uh, one is a medium range radar, a lidar, which is three sixty degree and a short-range uh, LiDAR system, which are many of them around the car to give uh, close-in sensing. And we have a long-range uh, LiDAR, which provides very f- long-range detection at very far distances, uh, so we, where we can see like certain stuff on the road much earlier than 
what a medium uh, range LiDAR could do. The combination of these three give an unparalleled 360-degree field of view, both close to the car and very far away from the car. So we're able to paint pretty much a picture around the car, which helps our upper-level software to detect certain things very reliably and also provide velocity and range to that objects. Yeah. So that's why our LiDAR system is very unique, because we're able to merge all three systems to give a full 360-degree field of view. Similarly, on the radar system, we do have multiple radars on the car, and they are seamlessly able to provide a full 360-degree uh, sensing of the real world. So uh, similarly, our cameras are, have, have high dynamic range, uh, and their resolving power is much greater than what we have, what we've seen in the industry. And they're able to provide the focus in all temperature ranges. So when we combine all our three main pillars, the perception system and the AI on top of our hardware is able to get a full 360-degree view of what's around the car. And it, it's getting the information from multiple domains. Um, modality is what I think I can say that, because it's coming from the LiDAR space, it's getting from the RF space and radar, it's coming, getting it from the visual space in the camera. So that, that uniqueness of fusing the data is like pretty awesome for the upper-level software. Yeah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The Election Ride Home is a daily podcast devoted just to the 2020 elections. Every day at 5 p.m., journalist and This American Life contributor Chris Higgins brings you the latest news from the campaign trail. Who's up? Who's down? What issues are getting traction? And what do the polls say? Someone is going to challenge Donald Trump for the White House. And every day in 15 jam-packed minutes, the election ride home helps track who that person might end up being. Search your podcast app and subscribe to the Election Ride Home podcast. I'm going to a big AI startup demo day here in the city tomorrow, and I will 100% be decked out in Mack Weldon clothing. Why? Well, Mack Weldon makes timeless apparel with modern performance fabrics for guys who want to look and feel sharp without sacrificing comfort. Mack Weldon clothes are designed to fit your style and the demands of modern life. They look like regular clothes, but feel like the latest in modern comfort. They're the go-to choice for guys who want to look great without even trying. Breathable underwear that keeps you cool, dry, and comfy all day. That's their air knit underwear. Crazy, comfortable, but elevated sweatpants, the Ace Collection. An upgraded classic polo with antimicrobial silver threads, the Silver Peak Polo. That's my personal fave. And ultra-soft antimicrobial tees for when you need to stay fresh longer. Their Silver Crew Neck T-shirt. Get timeless looks with modern comfort from Mack Weldon. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your first order with promo code RIDE. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, promo code RIDE. So that is that sort of holistic thing is like, is what makes your system different than what others do? Like, are, are you just more the whole package? Or like, what, what differentiates what Waymo's system does than what other systems are trying to do? Yeah, the technology, definitely there's a differentiation in technology. We are in our 
third generation is the hardware suite, which is custom developed for L4 systems. So we have a lot of learnings from the previous generation. And the uniqueness to Waymo is like we have hardware engineers and software engineers working together in the same space, and there's no siloing between them. So we're able to get real-time feedback, what's working, what's not working. We also have our own data accumulation operations where we get a lot of information from what scenarios happen in the world. So this know-how of finding the requirements, what is really needed for L4, and driving the technology through multiple generations of development has kept way more ahead of everyone. And we'll keep on going ahead as we try more miles and we expand and so on. Uh, so those are some of the advantages of uh, Waymo. I would say our technology, the people, collaboration between our hardware and software, our uh, experience over the years. Yeah. Um, I uh, I'm I'm going to come back to um, sort of like y- your secret sauce in a second, but like my my general understanding is that it's sort of like when we come to think of autonomous systems. Like, you can be 95% of the way there, you can be 98% of the way there, and actually this is what we're going to get into now, this idea of, like, you know, safety and, and, and things like that. Um, but my understanding is, is that, like, it's sort of like a, you know, a hockey stick sort of graph, like, so that last 1% or that last one-tenth of 1% or one-one-hundredth of 1% in terms of, like, what the systems are capable of, it, it gets progressively harder and harder. Is Is that... Am, am I am I uh, off on that estimation of like what the challenge is uh, for for your system? We are not different from any other technology curve. As you get closer and closer to the market or the customer acceptance, it gets challenging and uh, challenging. So we are not different from that aspect. Uh, but we we have a unique advantage that that we have more than a billion miles in simulation and ten million miles in driving. So that adds more information and increases our confidence towards that. Yeah. Let me, um, I, I don't know if you're familiar with this, this anecdote that I found uh, uh, researching before we spoke that, that your CEO shared at, at IAA Frankfurt recently. Um, it's a story about how in, in 2013, Google ran an experiment where um, they gave semi-autonomous technology to a handful of employees that had long highway commutes. Do you know this story? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, well. yeah. right, right, right. So basically they say this is early on. This is before you become Waymo. They, and they give the technology to the employees and they say, pay attention, keep your eyes on the road at all times. You can take your hands off the wheel, but you got to be alert. So then, um, uh, it, finish the story for me. Uh, tell me, tell me what you, what, what happened when that happened. That was a huge learning experience. We said, Hey, when, if we keep the human in the loop, we still are at a at, uh, position where they take it. As we progress the technology, until we are 100% sure, we cannot bring the human in the loop. Because, because so what happened... Huge learning curve. What happened was, is y- 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 they were still being watched by cameras, and they didn't follow the rules. Essentially, they were, they were you know, putting on makeup, texting, falling asleep even. Um, so as you're saying, that, that, that was a huge, huge lesson uh, to, to, to the project? Yeah, so driver, so that's when we pivoted from driver's assist kind of feature to like L4's uh, uh, driving. Um, that's the pivot because uh, human in the loop, people start to, we realized people started to build confidence 
after so many hours or uh, miles in their car, they start a bill conference that they get distracted and they do other stuff, even though we clearly told them, you need to have your hands on the steering and focus on the road. But it showed us a weakness in the human behavior where people after, people, different people have different conference level, but it's easy to get your con- conference of humans here. Okay, and you, you described that as a pivot. That's why I, I, I was so glad that I found this anecdote because th- this is something that, again, as a, a layperson in this field, like I'm always like, well, they want to, they want to get you know, uh, driving in Manhattan, right? They want to get driving in, in snowstorms, right? But if if they can give me now um, uh, the ability to be on the highway and have like some super cruise control or something, well, why can't they just give that to me now? But what you're saying is, is that by running that experiment, Waymo, it was, this was before it was Waymo, but the, the project had to pivot because they knew that humans instinct uh, humans would naturally trust the technology more than they could so it was almost like you can't do level two you have to go all the way to level four or nothing as am i am i being too grandiose in describing it that way you're exactly right yeah that that was our high level takeaway so that essentially you have to go all the way or nothing because any half measures will 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 be unsafe and 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 won't work you have to go all the way or nothing yeah you put it right away the scenario in the world is different right different cities different weather conditions and people behave differently so you cannot predict everything you need to build a system which to handle everything by itself or, or you might risk the human behavior. You cannot say, I'm good at 98% and 2%. You need to always pay attention to get in. So, yeah, you, you well summarized it. How's, how's Waymo One doing? And I'm not asking for any like updates or press releases or anything, but are you pleased with, uh, the, the progress of, of that project? Yeah, it's been a great beginning for us. Uh, uh, it's a good learning experience for uh, Waymo and the team. And the customers also have been very enthusiastic. I mean, we have a crowd where they're so passionate about this technology and making the road safer. We're getting very valuable and very critical feedback. And it's so far, it's been a very great start. Is there um, any new technology coming down the pike that you're excited about, like the, the, the future of sensing for self-driving, like beyond things that, again, we've talked about, like LiDAR and radar and, and the vision systems. Is, is there something new that might like um, uh, push push things to the next level? Uh, we are seeing trends within the same uh, LiDAR, radar, camera speeds. The technology is slightly deviating from one another, so there are some pros and cons of those. So we are in constant evaluation and playing around with these technologies. Also, from Waymo's side, we focus a lot in um, expanding throughout the world. So we focus a lot on weather condition, different driving conditions, like you mentioned, New York. Driving in New York in certain months or weeks, it's challenging. So we've, our focus has been driving the technology towards making our sensors more uh, reliable and useful in those conditions. So that's, that's our, been our future uh, kind of stuff. Keep an eye on what the industry is doing and what the emerging technologies are and push forward our expansion here. 